You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right now, we're going to talk to Ron Uli, sports radio host in Kansas City. Uh, Ron, Jody Mack here in New York. How are things in KC? Man, it's crazy, man. We've been 50 years, Jody. <sighs> 50 years since this uh, this organization has been to the Super Bowl, and uh, everyone has just wanted it. We had people crying last year after a divisional win, uh, which, was a, which was a little over the top. But if you can imagine that, 50 years, these people here are, are so excited and as well as they should be. I was going to say, no one is going to blame them for that. You're talking to a Jet fan. So you're at 50. Um, I'm at 51, okay? Uh, we went the year before, so I know exactly where you're coming from, yeah. my friend. Um, I, everybody is just stone cold in love with Patrick Mahomes, as they well should be, because he's shown his high level of play in just three years in the league. He's a different story. Andy Reid is a guy who's been through the mill before, been with other teams, went to a Super Bowl and lost and has now gotten the Kansas City back, uh, Chiefs back then for the first time in 50 years. I understand Mahomes has got to be the star of that town. Is Andy Reid uh, Robin to his Batman these days? Yeah, man, the love affair with getting Andy this one. Like, you need, you've seen it in college basketball. You remember, like, oh, God, how long it's going to be for Dean Smith to get his or how long it was going to be for Roy Williams to get his. It's kind of that feeling here in the football level, like, like Pat Mahomes, obviously on the field is the big story, but man, you could argue. You said Batman. It, it might be, it might be as big of Patrick Mahomes and seeing him on the stage as Andy Reid getting his his uh, his first championship. I guarantee you. Like I said, it's going to look like college basketball. There are going to be so many former players that are going to be in the stands together. Well, Donovan McNabb was on in the city, and he is really you know, like amped up about Andy getting his first championship. So everyone here is this, there is a, a win one for Andy type of a deal, because a lot of people believe that Andy Reed is a hall of famer. Lord knows I do, but we know there's only a few coaches in who haven't, who haven't won a championship into the hall of fame. And that's like Marv Levy and Bud Grant, but they've been to the Super Bowl four times. This is only Andy's second trip people really feels like this will solidify him as a Hall of Famer, so people really, really want to see Andy get his. Now you're talking to an Andy Reid fan. I got to know Andy during his 14 years in Philadelphia, and I will be rooting for him next week because I think he's a great coach, and I know he's a good guy. But not everybody in Philadelphia shares that sentiment. Some people think that Andy Reid underachieved. He couldn't win the Super Bowl. He teased the Philadelphia fan by getting as close as he did. And there were games where Andy had bad games in big games, and people put it at his doorstep when the Eagles didn't achieve either another Super Bowl trip and or a Super Bowl win. Is there any trepidation with the fan base there that, hey, we've been there and done it. We know what Andy's done, but in the biggest of big spots, he's come up small before. Is there any fear that that could rear its ugly head again next Sunday? Well, I think there should be, um, but now this is where we enter the big story of the Super Bowl, and that's 15. Patrick Mahomes, Jody, has – I've never seen anybody do anything like this in this city. This is a city that is 
oh, God, when's the other shoe going to drop? Something bad is going to happen. Some, I know something's going to happen. Steve Bono's going to happen. Elvis Gerbeck's going to happen. We're going to sit Rich Gannon and put in Elvis Gerbeck. Everyone at Kansas City generally believes something bad is going to happen. And Andy has his flaws. But I remember the first time we got to see Patrick Mahomes play, I said, oh, that's the type of guy that will just, you know, just pick up Andy's flaws. You know, uh, you know, Andy struggles with time management and counting time and timeouts and things of that nature late in games. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes would just kind of make up for it. Like Patrick Mahomes makes up for what I felt two weeks ago against the Texans. Andy did not have his team ready to go to start that game. They were making mental errors to start the game, defensive lapses. They weren't matching the intensity of the Texans to start the game. But it didn't matter because Patrick Mahomes just came in and led seven consecutive touchdown drives and threw five touchdown passes because he can clean up Andy's deficiencies. And that's uh, and that's where I believe people's concern for that uh, is gone. You think it happened in Philly? It happened here a few years ago against the Patriots, down by two scores with eight minutes left. He had made the decision that he was going to kick an onside kick, so he's just going to take his time trying to drive the ball, which drove everyone crazy because no one could understand what he was thinking. Those things people don't have as much concern for because they believe Patrick Mahomes is the ultimate fixer, and he'll just fix any of the deficiency Andy has. All right, let's get into some of the nuts and bolts of the game with Ron Uley, Sports Radio host in Kansas City here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Last week, the Chiefs did a good enough job of containing Derrick Henry. He rushed 19 times for 69 yards. The great majority of those were in the first half. Now, the Chiefs were playing from ahead in the second half, which I think changed the play calling a little bit for the Titans. But when you shut a guy down and hold him to under 70 yards when he's been basically putting up 175 to 185 for three straight weeks in postseason play, you got to at least give him that much. You got to give him some props for putting the other team in position where they couldn't just run the ball down the Chiefs' throats as they had their previous opponents in the playoffs. Is that going to be the game plan again? Just let Mahomes go out and get three early touchdowns and then everything will be hunky-dory? Or did they? should we be giving them more credit for actually doing uh, a, a damn good job shutting down the Tennessee run? Now, they have improved for how pathetic they were to start the season and the last year. They have, they have easily improved in that. But what it is about playing the Chiefs, and this is me watching every one of their games, especially over the last two years, is avoiding getting down by two scores. Because it does not matter at any point of the game. Once you get down two scores, because of how quickly the Chiefs can score and how explosive they can be, it, it, it freaks out coaches. I've watched it over and over again. Just freak out coaches. Oh, my God, we're down two scores. Lord, we have to score on this possession. And really, we got to score a touchdown on this possession because if we don't and we hand the ball over back to those nuts, they're going to put it up and we're going to be down by 17 or 21 before we know it. And we know we're not going to stop them enough times to win. So then we got to change it up. And if you look at what happened last week, once the Titans went down two scores, Jody, Derrick Henry, their best player, they went down two scores with 15 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Derrick Henry touched the ball one time on a screen and didn't get a carry once they went down two scores. That's what it is. It freaks out coaches because of the fear of getting down and we're, 
where the Chiefs just get away from you. So that has always been the deal with the Chiefs, is watching them and when they're able to get up by two scores and it completely freaks out teams and they feel like they got to change their entire game plan because even if we do score and we hold it for seven minutes, maybe they've done their job because we're not stopping them. And that that's what's going to be the issue for the 49ers. If they can keep the thing within distance without having to completely change their – because the Chiefs, what the Chiefs want to do is make this a Jimmy Garoppolo game to where Chris Jones and, and, and uh, Frank Clark and Spags and the way he uses his blitz concepts can make this their game. And that's what they're trying to do. All right, Kansas City's pass rush is pretty good. San Francisco's pass rush is outstanding. It might be the best in the entire league. Um, Last week, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers decided uh, the best way to try and beat that pass rush is get the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hand quickly. And he completed a high percentage of his passes, but most of them were four- and five-yard throws. And uh, credit to San Francisco's secondary defense, uh, they did not miss tackles. Uh, They kept those short passes to short gains. That's not really the way Kansas City plays offense. They want Mahomes to take his chance, take his shot, show off maybe the best arm in the National Football League, which means San Francisco's going to get a chance to get some pass rush pressure on him. You don't think Andy Reid's going to follow in Green Bay's footsteps and say, hey, uh, Mahomes is so good even getting the ball out quick. If it's a short pass, he'll hit him dead on the run, and we got guys who can run after catch better than Green Bay can. Yes, we will attack it the same way, but attack it better. Or do you think he says, no, we've been doing it the same way all year, and we're not going to change just because some of the guys on the other team have pass rushing capabilities. What's Andy Reid's game plan look like? I would imagine just understanding, Andy, you won't be anything consistent. I think Andy will mix up things. I think Andy will probably use play action. I think Andy will use quick quick throws, quick slants, quick screens and stuff like that, uh, draws and stuff, but nothing consistent. They're going to do them. I mean, Tyreek Hill is going to get two, three go routes in this game. It's just a matter if he catches it. But what you said, Jody, is just real. No matter what Andy does, it may not matter because – when you're talking about Bosa and a pissed-off D. Ford, which I don't believe is being talked about a lot. D. Ford has been catching the blame for over, over a year here in Kansas City. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think the organization itself has really shied away from saying, oh, it isn't D. Ford's fault uh, that he was offside against Brady and the Patriots last year and it kind of cost them a chance to get to the Super Bowl. He's going to be ticked off, and he is he is a, a great pass rusher off the edge. Buckner is fantastic. Armstead is fantastic. they got a lot of guys, so it may not matter. And this is the thing that's not been talked about a lot. is It's one thing about that defensive line, but that Chiefs offensive line can be had. They've got some injuries up front. Their center is not great. Um, Wisniewski is a guy who's just started the latter part of the year. And, and and Nick Bosa is just flat out going to be a problem for Eric Fisher. I'll tell you that right now. And Nick Nick, that's that's an issue. And on the other side, D Ford and they move those guys around. They remind me a lot of those. And I'm sure you remember those giant defensive lines that Spagnola had that won a Super Bowl where he could move Strahan and Tuck and OC and um, and all those guys around. That that could be an issue because we all know the way to get to a quarterback is that up front and the Niners when you go the Niners defensive line against the Chiefs offensive line that can be had that could be that could be the biggest thing in my opinion for the game is how that matchup goes 
Greg Kendler's had one of the best uh, two-year runs in the NFL at tight end. Uh, he is certainly Jimmy Garoppolo's number one target. Last week, he didn't have to target him much because they ran the ball right down the opposition's throats. And I don't think they believe that they can do the same to Kansas City, but they may try. Kittle wasn't a big factor last week, but he certainly had a phenomenal year. Your tight end's not a bad little player either. Kelsey's as good as it gets, too. It's kind of a showdown of two of the top tight ends. Gronkowski has moved on. You can make an argument that these are the two best tight ends in the game. We're always looking for, oh, you got to have the quarterback. Oh, you got to have the great receiver. Oh, you got to have the great running back. I can make the argument. No, you got to have the great tight end. Look who's in the Super Bowl. These two tight ends. How much of a mano a mano showdown do you think it is between these two guys? It, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be big. I, I know that Travis Kelsey, and they're they're actually pretty pretty cool about it. They go back and forth and challenge each other. I know Kelsey set the the right or the tight end receiving yards record in the final game of last year, and then Kittle had to go and get a certain amount of yards to pass him, and he was able to just pass him. And they were going back and forth. I know Kelsey is a competitive cat, and um, and and he is really into this game. And, and wants to, to, to really show off in the Super Bowl. So I know he's going to be going, and it seems that Kittle is the same way out there in San Francisco. So it's going to be a fun, fun matchup, I think, all week with those guys, and they are two of the best. I've said this. I think that Kelsey may be coming up close and being the best tight end in the franchise's history, and if you're the best tight end in Chiefs franchise history – that guy, Tony Gonzalez, who played here, you may be one of the best of all time. I've never seen a, a tight end route running skills as well as Kelsey is, um, and his speed at that position is fantastic. So I, I cannot wait to hear those guys all week and then see them on the field because they're they're both of their quarterback's favorite target. All right, I'm going to ask you to either surprise us and or impress us with this final question. Yeah, Patrick McCombs has to have a big game, understood. Uh, the Chiefs have to slow down Mosert and the three-headed monster that is San Francisco's running game. All right, that's pretty well understood. Uh, the 49ers have to at least make Mahomes uh, uncomfortable and get some pressure on him. It may be sacks. It may just be hits. It may be able to get their hands up and knock a pass or two down. Those are the obvious ones. Give me a less-than-obvious factor in this game that you've already scouted and or handicapped that you think could play in to the outcome of the game one way or the other? So generally, Jody, man, I am really, really someone who believes in best te- best coach, best quarterback. And if you've got both of those, then I really, really lean towards you being the team that has the advantage. Here's a sneaky thing. You've talked about Andy and his issues I think everyone would say, of course the Chiefs have the the coaching advantage and quarterback advantage. Now, they have the quarterback advantage. It's not close. But, man, I'm not so sure if Kyle Shanahan is not as good a coach as Andy Reid already. And I know their accomplishments are different. But right now, today, tomorrow, or this Sunday, when they get together and play next Sunday, excuse me, I'm not sure that the Chiefs have the coaching advantage. And that's what that's something that I believe um, is, is something that I don't think anyone's talking about or anyone is seeing. But if I'm telling you, Jody, me, I won't be floored if we look out there and we watch the game and we say, man, Kyle Shanahan's, uh, the way he has his team ready, the plays, the game plan he put together, 
man, he outcoached Andy Reid. And I am I I'm not so certain that the Chiefs have the coaching advantage in this game. And that is that is why I I just don't put this towards the Chiefs as the as the team to win this. Fair enough. Rod, great stuff. Appreciate you coming on board. Enjoy the week buildup and then enjoy the game on Sunday. I will. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on, Joe. No, appreciate you. Ron Uli from uh, Kansas City Sports Radio host in that town. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.